When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to 90 Day Fiancé WTF Podcast, a weekly hangout to talk about what the fuck we all just watch on TLC's 90 Day Fiancé. I am Nadia, and with me is my co-host, Lon. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, Nadia? Uh, not much. Just like last week's episode. Just like the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not much. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fillers as usual. So I figured we can get started and uh, maybe see if we can cover this as fast as we can or not. <laughs> Shall we start with Sumit and Ginny? The filler of all fillers, right? <laughs> like we're beating a dead horse at this point. How many times are we going to see the episode where he goes to meet his family and they shut him down or just say, this isn't working, right? It's the same song, but this time they added Jenny's daughter and partner, right? Yep. But it's the same. It's the same thing. The mom didn't show up. The dad goes through the broken record, right? This isn't acceptable in our society and we have to hear the noise and all that stuff. My only note for this was the irony when Submit's dad was like, well, you don't know what it's like because, you know, the relationship isn't accepted and stuff and it's accepted over there. And I'm like, do you know they're a gay couple? <laughs> uh, maybe this isn't the best example to be yeah. saying like they don't know what it's like to have a relationship that's not accepted in their country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Though I have to say, I think the Indian culture accept transgender more willingly than american culture yeah mm. yeah in fact i could be wrong so listeners feel free to fact check me but my memory serves me right when you have a wedding in india it's actually good luck to invite a transgender i i wouldn't say they're transgender but they're like cross-dresser and they come and bless you I don't know that. Yes, because I think Hinduism, which is predominantly the main religion in India, they believe in intersectionality, which is, you know, there's no men, women. It's more like, you know, fluid, right? Fluidity. Right. So I want to say they accept. (laughs) Uh, And I did know that to some extent that a lot of what we view as like gendered and men and women roles and stuff were actually rooted in colonization. So. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. in indigenous populations and and cultures before, like pre-colonialism. It's fluid. Right. It was fluid, didn't have gender, like such strong gender roles. And they'd seen some things as more masculine or more feminine, but it was all like one kind of thing and maybe leading towards 
it was the scale, right? <laughs> like, yeah, like there's a spectrum. Right? right. The spectrum is the better way. Yeah. yeah. Way to say it. Right. If right, you guys right. watch yesterday's Trevor Noah's episode, Dulce Sloan actually did a whole segment about transgender and how it actually originates way back when, like during the Aztec Mayan days and even the Egyptian, like you see men with like eyeliners and all mm -hmm. that. And that tells you that gender was very fluid. Like there's no girl, boy, men, women. It's more of like whatever, you know? Right. There's no like societal roles. Anyway, I digress, but yeah, going back to what you just said, Lon, it's in this particular context, in their circle of society, I guess the dad and the mom, obviously, can't seem to accept an old and a young couple together, which is a real shame. But it is the parameters that you have to work with if you want to be in that society. But it seems to me Jenny's like, well, fuck it. I don't want to work with this. Like, you guys are not going to be accepting of me. I'm just going to take our relationship back to the US with me. And I think what we're going to see next week is the dad asking for a separation from Jenny and him wow. predicting that their relationship will probably just last one or two years, or rather their marriage will probably last one mm. or two years, even though they've been together longer than that. Yeah. So it's too bad, right? Yeah. For this context alone, I see both sides in the sense that if you want to live in India, yeah, you have to work within that parameters. That's their society, unfortunately, or mm. at least within that circle, right? And I think for Jenny's daughter to come at them and, and ask for them to open their hearts, there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time too, like, it could come across as a Westerner projecting. Like, hey, right. we can do it here in the US. Why can't you guys do it in India? Well, because India is India and US is US. Yeah. And different the, society. The yeah. lived experience is, mm. is a lot different. So uh, it's easy for me to say like, well, tell, tell your neighbors and shit to fuck off, right? And to mm. mind their own fucking business. Right. But the, the, the thing is, it's they're the ones that have to live the experience daily right. of people talking about their family, people talking about their son. And who knows, people talking about them as parents, like they have to fucking actually live through that. Right. And that's that's a lot different from outsiders looking in to say, well, can't you just tell them to fuck off? You could, but it's not it, it just isn't as simple as, as like we can make it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. I get that. And I, you know, I also want to say that I just think they're also, they're kind of covering, they're just covering their own asses. I don't, I think they're, I think they're actually against it too. He tried to make it seem like, oh, well, it's, you know, everyone else is talking about it. Yeah. But I think you and your wife also don't agree with, <laughs> with yeah. the marriage though. Yeah, too. yeah. And they're just shielding themselves or like right. they're just hiding behind, oh, society, you know, yeah, but yeah. really it's more of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's their preference, I would say. Yeah. But you're right. It's beating a dead horse at this mm -hmm. point. Like, I wonder when are we going to move on, right? I mean, it's tired. It's the same shit. Yeah. 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 All right. We're tired of that. So let's move on to Shahida or Shai and Bilal. Lon, would you like to go first? I know we tweeted a lot about it, so maybe you have a lot more to say than I do. Yeah, so I'm happy for Shaida that she she stuck her foot down and she said, you got to give me an answer. And it's true. What Bilal says is true. And 
I'm not a person that likes ultimatums either. I think we've mm-hmm. we've talked about ultimatums before in previous seasons and stuff. Coming from like a relationship or coming out of a relationship that where I had ultimatums thrown at me all the time, I understand how frustrating that can be to where it's just like, well, there's got to be some room for compromise here. Mm. But, you know, I, I give Shaida a pass. There are factors here that we need to take into consideration. And Shaida has been upfront with that. And Bilal knows this. And for her to express that so strongly and so emphatically this episode and to say, like, look, you after what the doctor said, you know, I don't have a lot of time. Here's the time frame. Like, it has to be within this time frame. And if you can't do that, then I can't waste my time with you. And I like how she stuck her foot down and, and finally seemed to stand up for herself, you know, and I don't envy Bilal's position at all, but mm. give her a straight answer. You don't have to keep fucking dancing around it. First of all, don't gaslight her. And secondly, you know, don't make this about the moment way to ruin a moment. Like, dude, this is a serious conversation. She's trying to get an answer out of you. And look, if the answer is no, then the answer is fucking no. I'm the type of guy where if I'm being pushed for an answer, then I'll give the answer and let the chips fall where they may. Right. And if the answer is no, then the answer is no. And I would apologize if if I were Bilal, I would say, look, I can't do that within within a year's time. I can't give you a baby in the next six to nine months. I'm sorry. That's the way it is. I'm sorry, but at least she knows now. And now mm-hmm. she can make an informed decision of whether she wants to stay in the relationship or not. But don't keep, you know, all oh, if, if it happens, it happens. And there's all these things like, shut the fuck up, man. Give her an answer. And if that answer is no, then the answer is no. And yeah. and just, and that's fine. You're going to miss out on, on a good relationship. She's told you that. But again, he's operating out of this selfishness he wants to have his cake and eat it too he wants to be able to not have the baby and keep Shaida and look like that's this is what's on the table like you're Mm -hmm. gonna lose her or you better have a baby and it sucks but that's the way it is and Shaida needs to be happy also Shaida has things that she wants in this life that she has to accomplish so don't be the person that's gonna hold her back and if having a baby is gonna hold you back Maybe you two aren't meant to be together, but don't hold her. Don't keep her away from the things that are going to make her happy. If having a baby is going to make you unhappy, then let her find somebody else who can have a baby with her. Yeah. That's just the way it is. It comes down to control, right? Like mm-hmm. you said, he wants to have his cake and eat it. And I'm starting to question, like, do you really love someone if you can give them what they want or if you're stopping them from achieving happiness or from pursuing happiness? Right. And again, like I'm still befuddled as to why they got married and this discussion wasn't squashed or wasn't resolved before their marriage. So again, like I think Shaida must have been so hopeful that he would change his ways or would change his mind. And on Bilal's side of things, he's afraid to commit or he's afraid to say no because he knows that that spells the end of them, potentially. Yeah. But like you said, at least let her know. So A, she can stop talking about it. <laughs> we all can, <laughs> you know, it would be better for the rest of us because we don't have to keep listening to them talking about the same thing, about baby making. It's like, come on, man. 
this is your second season and you're still talking about the same thing. Shouldn't you be moving on to something else? Mm. Like Again, it's also getting tired for me. If I were to just base it off this particular episode, right? I would say, I agree with you, Lon, that I think I'm glad she put her foot down. But at the same time too, like, this guy is trying to romance you and take you on a helicopter ride and for you to like kind of ruin the moment. <laughs> I don't blame him entirely, but because it's Bilal, like I don't give a shit because we all don't like Bilal on this podcast. If I'm just taking this for what it is, I would say like, girl, there's a better place in time for this. Like maybe you was, should let the Was there men... a special occasion? I might've missed it. Is there a reason they're in New York again? Was it just to see Utrecht again? Or why are they in New York again? I guess is what I I'm... think from what he said, Shai has always wanted to go to New York and she's always talked about going on a helicopter ride. Mm. So if you put yourself in his shoes, you know, he felt like he fulfilled that, yeah. wish, those wishes. But she's still like being one-track mind. Yeah. So I can see from his perspective that that's getting pretty annoying. And, you know, on his part, he's getting frustrated because he's like, well, you wanted this. You want to see New York. So I took you to New York. You want to go on a helicopter, right? I took you to one. You want to see your best friend. We met your best friend. Like, can we chill on the baby making? But, yeah. you know, I mean, they are filming a show and there needs to be drama. So I can understand why. If I were to just review this whole scene by itself, right? Yeah, that was not the best timing for Shaida to bring it up. <laughs> like I would wait till like maybe dinner. <laughs> yeah, the awkward dinner, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Her timing is off when it comes to these kinds of conversations for right. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Maybe it's purposely done that way because just when you want to feel bad for her, you kind of also feel bad for Bilal because he planned all of this I'm guessing this is all his money too that he's spending and all Sharida wants to do is talk about making babies and he's like okay can I catch a break <laughs> you yeah. know that said Utrecht seems nice and all and she seems like a ride or die type of friend but advising your best friend to stop taking birth control pills that's just so toxic and highly juvenile that's yeah. you know I mean like <laughs> it's consequential and I don't know if she gave that a lot of thought like it's just a superficial advice like oh i'm not getting a child all right well stop taking your birth control pills but what about what happens after that like what if the father of the child or the mother of the child is not ready then you just created a bigger problem you know you solve one small problem to create a bigger one like yeah. i felt like that wasn't the best advice but i can see that for that moment i mean yeah maybe a friend like you Trace, would be like well, poke a hole in his condom or like, <laughs> don't take your birth control pills. And then we found out that Shida isn't taking any birth control pills, but Bilal is wearing a condom. So, you know, I guess that's also a big revelation in the sense that, well, if your own husband is doing that, then I guess he really doesn't want to have kids. Right. If you guys are married, and again, I'm, I'm no relationship guru, but personally, that happened to me. If I want a kid, and my partner takes contraception or wears protection, it sends me a huge signal, right? That's it the tells answer me, right there. That's yeah. the answer right there. I don't need to ask. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're not making babies at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no need to talk about this. Uh, but yeah, I get it. It's just storyline. I just hope that it either gets resolved or they move on from it. 
uh, speaking of moving on from it, I thought we can talk about Kimberly and Usman and how the PS5 moved on from one person yes. to another. <laughs> Man. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Talk about. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was funny. Okay. The whole thing for me is really cringe. Like, I don't think she cares. Kim acts as if all these things she's doing is because she cares about other people's opinions. She doesn't care about Usman's brother's opinion or her son's opinion. She will do what she needs to do to stay with Usman, period. Mm -hmm. And I think we all know that. So mm -hmm. for her to be like, oh, I want you to meet Usman because I really want you to like him. And I think if he said, you know what, I don't like him, that wouldn't deter her one bit. Or if Usman's brother was like, well, you know, I don't, I don't think this is going to work out. She's going to, she won't care. She's going to do what, whatever it takes to like make Usman happy, I think, and and marry Usman. She doesn't care. From the beginning of the episode, all these things she's saying about, I'm doing this because it's the right thing, or I really want you to like him. None of that fucking matters. I was already like rolling my eyes. And then um, he comes along. He's a good sport. He's like, uh, yeah, let's go meet your boyfriend or whatever. And <laughs> Usman right away is just like, one, he blindfolds him when the present is wrapped. Okay, take the blindfold off. Ta-da! Like, you don't see it anyway. Like, yeah. that was just so awkward, right? Like, I know, you still have to open it. I got a surprise for you. Like, <laughs> let me blindfold you. This is just so weird. Yeah, and then come to find out, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure it's a re-gifted PlayStation 5. Yeah. It's definitely not purchased by him. It's yeah. It came from Kim. I'm pretty sure. And um, Jamal's like, oh, it, it's so cool how it came around full circle because my mom got him one too. I'm like, dude, that's the one your mom got him. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you just solved the puzzle right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the man. biggest revelation happens later on in the episode. Usman's just fucking like winging it right now, right? <laughs> He didn't even talk to his brother about this. <laughs> he just came up with the idea and thought that it's going to get done. Yeah. One, we don't know if his brother is down for this. If the brother doesn't know, then how are you sure that this will fulfill the mom's little bullet point about having a kid? Like, dude, what? <laughs> He's just really freestyling right now <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Didn't I send you a link about how this whole thing is fake? Yeah. 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 It's the hustle. It's, it's the it's, hustle. It's them hustling, yeah. 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 <laughs> Man, but the stories and the excuses they come up with is just astounding. It's <laughs> one after another, right? And then you saw from the preview, they went to see Muhammad and asked if they can adopt his son, Mahadi, or something. And yeah. he was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Though I have to say, speaking from experience, it's pretty common for families to pass around their kids. I remember I, I have an uncle who was my grandma's biological son. But for some reason, she outsourced. <laughs> I, I hate to use the word outsource, but <laughs> like, yeah, she outsourced him to one of her siblings. So he was raised by another mother who's not his uh, real mom. So I think at that time, you know, during the... I want to say the baby boomer generation where, you know, your grandma had like five, six kids and mine had like 10 plus kids. So like, it's a lot. And you just <laughs> let other people raise your kids. 
Oh, yeah. And especially, too, when it comes to having them come to the U.S., I know that Filipino families do it as well. Obviously, it's more planned out Mm. and they talk about it in advance and there's opportunity if I'm going to go, let me see if we can bring relatives across as well. It's yeah. land of opportunity. That's what they've been told. Yeah. To want, you know, better for their children. They'll do that. They'll agree to that and have their children also like brought into the States and stuff. So it's not uncommon. Yeah. It's not uncommon yeah. for sure. I want to see if this actually happened because I don't think it will. Because th- yeah, that means it. that it legitimized their relationship. I don't think, <laughs> I don't it's think it will. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we can end it with uh, Jovi and Yara. What do you think about uh, Jovi's recent request to have another kid? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Good for Yara, right? Yara called him out and was like, yeah, you just want to control me, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I started to see a little bit from Jovi's side when he was talking to Talmadge and he's like, well... For me, like, I want to start, you know, raising a a family. And, you know, he made it about family. But all that went down the drain when he's like, well, you know, I haven't changed. I'm still Jovi. And that's part of the problem, Jovi, is you're not in dad mode yet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and if you were, then you would understand that, like, she's in a different place now. She's about raising Mila. And that is difficult to do alone. Yeah. And if you want to be the party guy, you know, and Talmadge is all having his back. Oh, she, she switched up. They're acting as if like this is all a problem because she's done switched up and Jovi still wants to to be the fun guy. And what happened to Yara? What happened to this? She's taking care of a kid. And yeah. now you want to have another one? <laughs> Look, if you want to have another kid, then let's start talking about you being there and helping Yara. And if not, then start talking about, yeah, let's have another kid and maybe your mom can help raise and and having her have trips to come home to help raise the two children on her own. And I get that he's away for work and he's making money and stuff. I'm not faulting him for that, but he needs to be a little more aware of the situation of what's going on. And that's going to be difficult. And I still think that it was coming out of a place of control. Mm-hmm. I still think that yep. he views her as being influenced by her mom and by her friends and that this is some semblance of gaining control again. And she spotted that right off the bat. She's a smart person. But again, these storylines, at least this season, it just seems like we're still talking about the same stuff again. I don't know. It it was a very filler episode for me. Yeah. Same. That's how I felt about last week's episode. Well, Sure, I fast forwarded through Big Ed and She Who Shall Not Be Named, but I also felt like the other scenes were fillers and they were just slow burns. It's so re- repetitive and yeah. you know recycled stories. We get to see Yara in a bathing suit. I'm yeah, oh, in, like, in okay, big whoop. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Come on, all right. <laughs> Yara doing European things. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> well. I agree with you. I, I'm glad that Yara called him out on it. It was a very manipulative and selfish request. It almost felt like he didn't think it through. You want to keep your career where your job requires you to be away from your wife for a month each time and you don't even provide her support to raise 
your daughter now you want her to add one more to the mix mm -hmm. it's like a very selfish inconsiderate request you know and also like you said he's talking about how he wants to be going back to his fun ways and he wants his social life back okay then why do you want another kid right that's right? not like, going to solve anything yeah <laughs> he contradicts himself and yeah that's some bullshit i don't know what jovi was thinking and i have to admit that at first i was like yeah maybe jovi is right like he deserves to ask his wife to come back with him to the us but i think she has every right to want to be closer to family because if he's going to be away for a month or months at a time then she deserves to be close to some sort of like support system right yeah so, i'm sure anybody who's listening to this podcast that's a mom and knows how difficult it is raising a child alone even for you know a day or a week at a time much more a month at a time yeah can understand why yara would want to have a support system in place mom friends things like that so yeah i get it yeah especially when your mother-in-law is already like well i can always do it right. so she made it clear that she's not going to help all the time. So Yara obviously made the decision to be closer to her own mom who's willing to help. So mm -hmm. yeah. Scary to go back, right? Cuz yeah. she's there and she's like, "Ah, oh, if we go back, I know what life's going to be like. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be alone again." <laughs> I can't fault Yara. And I know that sometimes we as the viewers, we see Yara and we're like, "Oh gosh, Yara being so whiny and immature or whatever." But Jovi isn't any better either. Like he's being very selfish at this point. And it's not a smart move. It's a bad look. And the timing is so off to be wanting to have another kid. Anyway, <laughs> that's the end of the coverage. Lon, what's your WTF moment? Yeah, my, my WTF moment was <laughs> Usman, like soldier boy, we discovered that this wasn't even talked about yet. Mm. <laughs> That's just so funny that you would bring this up as if it's an option when you didn't even, how are you not going to discuss this with your brother? <laughs> and the way it just tumbles out, oh, well, you, you know, we haven't talked about that yet. What? what? <laughs> Why are we even putting this on the table then? Why are we even discussing this? <laughs> yeah. So what the fuck, man? <laughs> Yeah, that was actually my WTF moment too. But I also want to say that Jovi asking to have another kid just because he wants to be a young dad. For sure, without, for sure. Without yeah. considering how Yara is feeling right now, what she's going through. Yeah, that's also a WTF to me. Yeah, Jovi, you're out of line. So <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to see what's, what's going to happen next episode. Unfortunately for our listeners... This will be our last recording this year because one of us, me, <laughs> will be going away for my honeymoon Yay. This, uh, this coming holiday season. So I apologize that we won't be recording. But having said that, I do want to wish all our listeners a happy and safe holiday season. I hope you guys are you know, staying warm or spending it with family. And I want to thank our listeners. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the Spotify Wrapped, but we have our own 90 Day Fiancé WTF Spotify Wrapped recently that I shared. And yeah, we had a gain of 47% in our listenership. So thank you. Thank you for that. 
most of our listeners are locally based in the U.S. So thank you, fellow Americans. That's awesome. <laughs> and I think our top five is actually um, U.S., Canada, Australia, the Ooh. U.K., and Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our Scandinavian listeners, to Swedish folks. Thank you for listening to us. And I apologize if you don't get the latest coverage. Sometimes I know we do upload a little later than most podcasts because I think me personally, I have a full-time job. So, But we love doing this, Lon and I. And yeah, like I say, I'm super grateful for all your support and listenership. We're like a mom and pop's podcast we're so small and but to know that there are listeners out there who listen you know who take the time to listen and download and stream our podcast uh, it just warms my heart and I'm so grateful thank you so much yeah it does mean a lot and I think it's cool that we have an international audience as well that's awesome shout out 29 countries to Australia to the UK again Sweden Canada that's awesome yeah we're being listened to in 29 countries and it blows my mind the reach of Spotify, of you know, podcasts, of social media. Yeah, thank you so much. It's like the best Christmas gift to me, to us. <laughs> so happy holidays, Nadia. Have fun on your uh, on your honeymoon. Thank you, Long. Thank you. Same to you, you and your family. We'll see you when uh when you get back and uh listeners will get in touch next year. Woohoo. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, WTFers. If you love the podcast, give us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is appreciated and really helps us out. You can also find us under listener support on anchor.fm and donate for as low as 99 cents or on Patreon at WTF Extra. You can engage with us on email, Twitter, and Instagram at 90 Day Fiance WTF. We especially would like to hear what your WTF moments are each episode. We might even shout you out. Don't forget to like, share, and follow the podcast.